One of the coolest things in the MLB, in my opinion, is a shutdown closer. Closers can be electric. Closers can intimidate hitters and have them shaking in their cleats by just seeing them stroll to the mound from the bullpen. Being a closer is not something anybody can do. Plenty have tried, and plenty have also been unsuccessful. Having somebody who can roll into the late innings and shut the game down is a luxury not every team has the joy of having. I think everyone knows who the greatest closer of all time is, the unanimous Hall of Famer Mariano Rivera, otherwise known as the Sandman. I'm sure depending on the era you grew up with, names like Trevor Hoffman, Dennis Eckersley, Raleigh Fingers, Goose Gossage, or maybe Bruce Sutter may have been your favorite closers. Modern stars like Craig Kimbrell, Kenley Jansen, or Josh Hader have spent their respective primes getting it done in the ninth inning as well. Being the 2000s kid that I am, some prominent closers for me were names like Jonathan Papelbon, K-Rod Francisco Rodriguez, and Brian Wilson of the San Francisco Giants. There was another guy around this time though who put up an absolutely good season. A guy whose prime might not have been quite as long as some, but when he was on, man was he on. This is a guy who helped put the Washington Nationals on the map during their inaugural season with his lights out pitching coming out of the bullpen. This elite closer's name is Chad Cordero. And today, we take a look back on how he dominated the National League back in 2005. All around RFK Stadium from the expensive seats down low. The fans of the third base side who are jumping up and down, making the stands rock behind the Nationals dugout. I don't think I've ever seen that before. I haven't. Here's the pitch. Swing and a fly ball center field. Church backing over to his left weights. He's there. He's got it. He's got it. And the ball game is over. And the Washington Nationals have won their home opener. Fireworks again to close it out. And the first regular season game in Washington, D.C. since September of 1971 is in the books. And the Washington Nationals are winners over the Arizona Diamondbacks tonight by the score five to three. They're all on the field to high five. LeVon Hernandez shut them out for eight and a third. Chad Cordero came in to finish it off, and Vinny Castilla was the hitting star of the game with a double, a two-run triple, and as well a two-run homer and the chance for the cycle before being hit by a pitch in the eighth inning. What is up, everyone? This is the MLB Hall of Pretty Good Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're a returning listener, you know what we're all about on this show, but for any new listeners... This is a show where we take the players that had a pretty good MLB run and go in depth into their MLB careers or into an individual season of theirs. These players may not be your Ken Griffey Juniors or your Randy Johnsons, but they are guys who made a pretty good dent in the MLB. And that's more than probably any of us listening to this podcast could ever say if we're being honest. These guys managed to make the MLB and find success there. That's an accomplishment extremely rare and hard to do. I started this podcast because I feel like there's a ton of great players from my childhood that don't really get talked about too much anymore, and I personally think that's a real shame. Just because a player isn't in Cooperstown doesn't mean they should be forgotten about forever. This show was made to give them a spotlight that they deserve. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to check out previous episodes as long as new full-length episodes every Sunday. What you're hearing right now, though, is a midweek mini-episode where we look at an individual season and go over it in depth. Sundays are longer episodes where we take a look over a player's entire career. You can find the show on Instagram and TikTok at MLB Hall of Good Podcast. 
This show is also available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, as well as anywhere you'd like to listen to your podcast, wherever your heart desires. But now, without wasting any more of my time or yours, let's get into the legendary 2005 season that Chad Cordero had. When I think of Chad Cordero, two things come to mind, closing games and his iconic flat bill hat. Heading into the 2005 season, Chad Cordero was going into his age 23 season and it would be his third year in the big leagues. He had pitched during the second to last and last season of the Montreal Expos existence. For the 2005 season, they moved to Washington DC and became the Nationals obviously. Fun fact, Chad Cordero actually threw the final pitch for a win in Expos history on October 2nd, 2004. Up to this point in his career, Cordero had looked rather exceptional. In his rookie season in 2003, the Expos put him into 12 games and he pitched quite well, giving up only 2 runs in 11 innings. In 2004, Cordero was able to get a bigger role in the pen, and while being slightly less sharp than his initial campaign, it was still a quality season. In 69 games, nice. Chad pitched 82 and two-thirds innings of 2.94 ERA baseball. I do want to state the obvious here before we get too deep into 2005. This guy wasn't just some one-year wonder. As we just talked about, he was able to contribute in the big leagues over a span of a few seasons. With all due respect to his other productive years though, they pale in comparison to his 2005 season. This season is insane. I wonder if anyone in the organization knew he was about to light it up the way he did. After recording 14 saves in 2004, Cordero had undoubtedly earned the closer role for the Nationals in 2005. Cordero's first appearance of the young season would come on April 6th in a game against the Philadelphia Phillies. It was the second game of the season and the Nats were looking for their first ever win. Getting the start for the Nationals that day was 27-year-old Zach Day. He went 5 and 2 thirds innings allowing 3 runs. Antonio Azuna finished out the 6th inning, inducing a ground out to get the Nationals off the field. Joey Aishin and Luis Ayala each pitched a scoreless inning after that. The Nationals scored a run in the top of the ninth on a Vinny Castillo ground rule double to put the score at 7-3. While it wasn't a save situation because of this, Chad Cordero was still called upon to finish up the game. The Hall of Famer Jim Tomey would lead off the bottom of the ninth with a single off of Cordero. Luckily for the Nationals, that would be all the fills would get off Cordero. He proceeded to get Pat Burrell to ground out, David Bell to hit a foul pop fly that was caught, and Chase Utley struck out looking. For the first time ever, the Washington Nationals had won a game, and Chad Cordero would be the one on the mound to seal the deal. I'm sure that had to be an awesome moment for him. Cordero would actually be back on the mound the very next night, throwing two shutout innings of one-hit ball and actually getting the win. The Nationals beat the Phillies 5-4. On April 9th, Chad Cordero got his first opportunity to get a save on the season as he entered the game with his team up 2-1 on the Florida Marlins. After striking out Miguel Cabrera to start things off, slugger Carlos Delgado came up to bat and homered off of him, tying things up. After that, Cordero managed to get out of the inning without allowing another run. Paul Laduca did single off of him though, but no further damage was done after the Delgado homer. The game was now tied up and going into extra innings. The Nationals were able to respond and regain the lead quickly though. Jose Guillen hit a solo shot to center field to put the Nats back on top. Chad Cordero, being the stud he is, came back out to pitch in the 10th and did give up a double to Juan Pierre, but still got out of the inning unscathed. He secured the 3-2 victory for the Nationals, and despite blowing the save, he still earned the win and moved to 2-0 for the year. Chad Cordero wouldn't have to wait too much longer to finally get that first save of the season, because on April 12th, he came out of the pen with the Nats up 4-3. 
He retired Andrew Jones and Johnny Estrada, but then gave up a single to Julio Franco, who was 46 at the time and still getting it done. Luckily though, he then got Brian Johnson to hit a grounder to the shortstop, and it was thrown to second base to get the force out on Julio Franco. Chad Cordero had gotten his first save of the season. There would be many, many, many more saves to come in the future. Chad Cordero continued to have a successful first month of the season. He pitched in 12 games and threw 12 in the third innings. He went 2-1 with 5 saves and an ERA under 1 at .70. He struck out 13 batters and walked 3 while only giving up 1 homer, which was the one to Carlos Delgado we previously discussed. May saw Cordero not be quite as sharp, but still fairly elite. During this month, he threw 12 and two-third innings of 2.13 ERA baseball. While only getting five saves in April, he upped it to eight for the month of May. He gave up two homers and fanned 10 batters while walking only five. So, after two months into the MLB season, Cordero is 2-1 with a 1.44 ERA. He's thrown 25 innings and has 13 saves. It's really been an awesome start to this season for him. His team, the Washington Nationals, are also managing to stay afloat as well with a record of 27 and 25. As we talked about, the months of April and May have pretty much been anything you could ask from an MLB closer. He's been pretty much locked down and any team would want the production he's providing. If you know anything about Chad Cordero's 2005 season though, you know June is absolutely insane and I mean that in the best way possible. So Chad Cordero pitches in 16 games during the month of June, right? He pitches 16 in the third innings and does not give up a single earned run. He also saved 15 games this month alone. This actually ties the major league record for saves in one month. It proved to continue to be a record-breaking month for him because on June 29th, he converted his 24th straight save, which became a franchise record. What an absolutely insane month from Cordero. He was truly at the top of his game. June finished with Cordero having 28 saves and an ERA of .87. Wow, what a season so far. In July, Chad threw 14.1 innings of 1.88 ERA baseball. He blew his third and fourth saves of the season, but still locked down seven saves to put him at 35 on the year. Chad Cordero's excellent season didn't go unnoticed by anyone in baseball either, as he was rightfully selected to the 2005 MLB All-Star Game. He was able to get into the game and face one batter, that being Hall of Famer Avon Rodriguez. And guess what our boy did? He struck him out. After the All-Star break, if anyone thought a fall-off would be happening, they were in for a rude awakening. Chad Cordero picked up right where he left off and kept his fantastic season going. He threw 11 and two-thirds innings, and guess what? Once again, this dude did not give up an earned run. He struck out 11 and walked four, it was able to record an additional 8 saves to get up over that 40 save hurdle and make it to 43 on the season. This scoreless month allowed him to get his season ERA back down under 1 to .94. This season is straight up incredible. September was the only month of the 2005 season where Cordero appeared to be mortal. He had already thrown over 65 innings going into the month, so maybe fatigue was starting to play a bit of a factor. He gave up three earned runs on two separate outings and also two earned runs in another game as well. His ERA for this month was 10.29. But please, 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 please don't let one uncharacteristic month make you forget about the incredible work he had put in up to this point. While September was a low point and was the worst month of his season, he did manage to record his 47th save of the year and this would actually lead the major leagues. In their first season, the Washington Nationals finished 81-81, and an even 500. They finished 5th in the NL East and missed the playoffs. 
Chad Cordero's final numbers for the season were stellar. He went 2-4 with a 1.82 ERA in 74 games and 74 in a third innings pitched. He recorded a league-leading 47 saves and had an ERA plus of 225. He had a FIP of 3.72 and even had a whip under 1 at .969. Nice. He also struck out 61 batters while walking 17. He averaged 7.4 strikeouts per 9 innings. After 2005, Chad Cordero had a productive 06 and 07, but they weren't at the insane level his 05 season was. After battling a labrum tear that caused him to barely pitch in 08, the Nationals outrighted him to AAA in October of that year. Cordero then rejected the assignment and became a free agent. He signed with the Mariners afterwards and didn't pitch in 2009, but was called up to the Mariners in 2010 